Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. Hey, so today I've got a very special opportunity for you. Uh, We're going to take a little bit and we're going to listen to an interview with my friend Chris McClure. Chris McClure was a um, member of an author group that I'm a part of that I share in, and he and I are becoming fast friends over time as we continue to work through Uh, growing our own businesses, growing our own coaching businesses, as well as getting our messages, the messages we believe God has given us to take to the world, into the world. He is an executive coach. He is an author as well. Uh, He wrote a book called The Way to Greatness, and he's got another couple books coming out. We'll talk about those in, in the interview. And I recently had the opportunity to be on his podcast, and then we just flipped the mic around, and I got to interview him, and we're going to share that interview with you this week. And and there's some audio things um, on his end that came out. And so we, we tried to do what we could to make those better. But uh, it's great material. Chris has done some great work. And so I want you to enjoy this. I want you to listen, enjoy what Chris has to say. He's got some great things to say about how to live a great life. And so without further ado, here's my interview with Chris McClure. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hey, Dal, how are you today? Actually, um, just for the listeners, we've been recording for Chris's podcast, and now uh, I wanted to take a minute, and I asked Chris to be kind enough to let me flip the mic and ask him some questions, because Chris is one of these people in my life who has been a blessing to me from the day I met him, and so I want to make sure everybody else gets a chance to hear from him. He's got a fantastic book out. He's actually, um, have you got your second leadership guides out too, right? Well, yeah, so the second book's in the works. It's, it'll be uh, okay. sometime here, mid-year, I, I look to be launching my second book, and it'll be specifically focused on on uh, 18 different characteristics of great leaders. Awesome, awesome. So you mentioned great there. So you are the great life guy, right? What's the, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you've been doing and what you're working on now um, and, and kind of the things you're focused on? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess just a little bit of my backstory. So for more than 20 years, I was a full-time pastor and uh, started out doing youth ministry for about the first 13 or 15 years of that, and then kind of had this shift season where I was an an associate and and executive pastor, which I loved doing at the time. Um, But as I was kind of heading into my mid-30s and into my late 30s, I just sensed that God was prompting me to do something different. And, and, and ironically, um, even a few years before that, I remember kind of being, there was a stirring inside of me about the business community. And I didn't know what to do with that because from the time I was in high school and, and, and was called into doing ministry as a teenager, business was never on my mind. And, but yet I felt this pull to the business community about a decade ago now that I couldn't explain and it was one of those things where I'm sure it was a seed that God was, you know, uh, developing inside of me. And long story short, I ended up uh, just almost a year ago now, I stepped away from my full-time uh, church job as an executive pastor. And what I realized was God was calling me outside the church from being an executive pastor to being a pastor to executives. And mm. my, my passion 
has been a leadership has been leadership for for all my adult life. I've been a huge fan of uh, John Maxwell and other you know Patrick Lencioni, who I know you're a big fan of, and other you know mm-hmm. authors and speakers who are teaching leadership. Like, it's kind of like I can't get enough you know of, of leadership because I I think a lot of it comes down to is I see a lot of poor leadership and I want to fix that problem in the world <laughs> as much as I can. Um, but there's this other side of it that I realize is that I, it's not just about becoming a better leader. It's also about as leaders, how can we have better lives? And so that's where the great life brand I'll say, or message really comes to play. So my book, my first book is called the way to greatness, the five continual choices that lead to the great life. And in that, God just gave me basically a five-choice framework that, that he just continues to flesh out even more long after the book's been written where uh, the, the, the word great is an acronym. So, so the G is God-centered living. The R is relational health. The E is enthusiastic mindset. The A is asset stewardship. And T is time maximization. And when I was kind of seeking... God, like, what, what are you wanting? What is my message that you want me to share? You know, I kept, I kept meeting people like yourself and others who were passionate, had this message to share. And I, and I kept saying, well, who, you know, what is my message? And just over two years ago, uh, March 30th, um, this year was two year anniversary of when I remember literally sitting right where I am in my office right now and spinning around in my chair to write on my whiteboard, that five choice framework that God basically just downloaded into my mind. And from there, he just fleshed it out. My book basically is five choices, but each of those five choices have five action steps to, to level up and to, to improve each of those areas. So that's, that's where all this kind of came to pass. And so now my passion is to help leaders, you know, become great leaders, build great teams, and design great lives. That's really my three focal points of what I'm doing. Awesome. So – so I, I want to back up just to, to a word real quick you use and that we use around here. You talk about five continually cho- continual choices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have seven daily choices here. Um, yep. Why is choice so important, do you think, in all of this for you? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think it comes down to the other word that you and I talk a lot about that we love is intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many people, I heard John Maxwell say this one time that, that you were just stuck in my brain. He said, you know, too many people basically kind of drift through life, but we need to live intentionally. And he actually wrote the book Intentional Living because of that uh, observation he was making. But I think our choices require intentionality. So I think that's why they matter so much is that if we if we want to have the lives that God has created us to live, we need to make daily choices. And and for my like I said, mine are you know my 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 mine are labeled as five continual choices. Yours are seven daily choices. And and both of those, it's not a one time thing, right? It's a rinse and repeat right. <laughs> every day. Uh, yeah, we get up and do it again. Yeah. Yeah, and and you would say, and I I'm. I think you would say, I, I guess I should ask this in form of a question, but wouldn't you say that a great life can only happen by choice? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So one of, I actually have a paper uh, printout on my wall right in front of me that so, – so kind of going back to when I started my business, I was still 
a full-time pastor, but I was feeling called to just to do coaching and train. This was long before a book was even in my mind. And I was trying to figure out, like, well, what would I call a business? And my business official name is Lead Life Big, and big stands for Be Intentionally Great. And mm. around that time, I stumbled across a quote by Nelson Mandela, who was, you know, a world changer, especially in South Africa, right? I mean, his story. But he said this one time that that has kind of become a mantra of mine. He said, there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. Mm. And, and I, I, that, that quote hits me every time I read it because I look around and I see so many people playing small or playing safe or accepting good enough when God has really given us all the, the, the necessary ingredients to have a great life. And, and my book is really the premise of the book comes from John chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus said that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give them life to the full. And different translations would say, you know, rich, satisfying, or abundant. And I've just kind of taken all those terms and just, you know, kind of brought it all together under the great life, you know, that God wants us to have a great life so that we're not playing small, so that, that we're not settling for less than he's created us to live. So, and, and it's clear you're, you know, you're, you're a man of faith and I'm a man of faith being Christ centered is part of all of this. Um, but as you walk into business and you start leading others in business, your first choice is that people need to have a God centered life. So let me ask you, uh, with this call to the business world, how are you um, able to bring that message? Because I think I have a lot of Christian leaders here listening. Uh, how are you able to bring that message to a world where a lot of times we're told you can't talk about God or you can't talk about Jesus, and yet I know you do. How is it that that works for you? Yeah, no, that's a great question, and it's actually something that I really wrestled with um, and not that I still don't at times, but I, I'm getting more and more clear on this. Um, you know, when I first started my business, I thought I was going to have to basically pretend that my ministry background didn't exist because I didn't think that people would embrace that part of my journey in the business community just for the very reasons you said, like kind of the ch separation of church and state mindset that so many people have, right? Um, right. and, and don't, don't force religion into any business or relationship, whatever. And, but, but what I've discovered now is that first of all, I don't, I don't go into any organization just, uh, proselytizing, so to speak, you know, pushing faith. But the thing that is very intriguing to me is even without making it a topic of discussion in the sense of from the very beginning how many conversations end up heading in that direction? You know, people, people are all across the spectrum on what they believe about God or their, you know, whether they're, they're followers of Jesus or not. Um, but life tends to make people talk about faith issues. And so mm. I have been in many coaching sessions one-on-one uh, -on -one with folks, and I'm not even bringing out this idea of faith, but yet they start talking about faith issues that they're dealing with. They might start talking about, you know, challenges they're feeling or their, or their family background or 
you know, whatever. But what I'm also realizing is when I started to just say, hey, here's who I am, you know, I, I was a full-time pastor for 20 years. I grew up, you know, my, in, in professionally in, in my leadership learning in a, in a nonprofit church ministry environment. And just by nature of sharing my journey and my story, people realize what they're getting. And, it, and it, so it's not even me having to, to bring that to the surface a lot of times. It's just showing up and letting people know who I am and what, I'm, what my background is. And that opens up a lot of doors. So the thing I was afraid of promoting is something now that I make sure I, I let people know, here's my journey. Because that – and the other side of it is, is my ministry background um, has actually been a strength because people appreciate the fact that that's been – you know, I've been in the people business, so to speak, in ministry for over 20 years, and – they they see me as as a pastor. They've seen you know, they they assume certain things about connecting, confidentiality, um, trustworthy. You know, there's a lot of characteristics. As long as people have had a healthy experience, I guess would be the caveat, right? Um, right. But I've not I've not run into any conflicts. It's it's actually been very positive. And and um, I, I, one one quick story, I, you know, that highlights this. I actually had a client who was really wrestling with the organization she was in and the team she was on. And, and there was, there was conflict and you, you would appreciate this story from a relational standpoint, but um, she was actually having migraine headaches because she hated coming to work and was just, just really struggling. And I remember showing up, it was one, it was really only the second, I think we met one time, one-on-one, the second time we met, um, we were sitting in her office, and, and she had shared with me about these headaches and things the first time we got together. So two weeks later, when I came back, she said, I asked her how she was doing. She said, you know, I haven't had a headache since we last met. And I just said to her, hmm. I said, well, I just want you to know I've been praying for you for the last couple of weeks specifically about that and, and the situation. And she just broke down crying because – she felt very alone in her environment and she didn't know I was praying for her. I didn't bring that. I wasn't like I told her at the first meeting, I'm going to be praying for you over the next couple of weeks. That was just, the, that was just where I made a commitment to be praying for my clients in whatever situations they're in good or bad, you know, and um, right. but to see God work in that relationship, you know, even very early on and what that meant to her. So, that was a game changer because then it, the relationship that she and I were able to forge together, she ultimately left that organization and it was a good, a good transition for her. But um, yeah, it was just, it was just a powerful experience because once again, I don't, I don't go in teaching leadership, bringing out my Bible and going chapter and verse. It's, but it's, it's about who I am and, and really engaging the, my clients. Awesome. That's fantastic. And I, I think that'll be encouraging for other Christians who are leading in, in organizations to recognize you don't have to run from who you are um, and you don't have to be a pulpit pounding pastor to be a Christian in, in business either. You just have yeah. to be real about your faith and kind and, and real about how you live it out, right? Mm-hmm. With others. So, all right. So, so, God-centered life is, is the first choice. And then you talk about relationships, which, of course, this, in this podcast, that's kind of where we, we center is around sure. the relationship piece. And you have, you have five 
um, keys to having great relationships. Why don't you share with us what your five keys are to great relationships? Absolutely. I mean, so, so, so what people need to know about me, and I talk about this even in the introduction of my book, is I always tell people I'm a simple guy, and I learn in simple ways, and I like to teach simply. And so the way my book is laid out, like I said, there's these five sections which under these five choices, and each of these five choices have five action steps. So if you're dealing with relationships, for instance, you could, you could open up my book, for instance, and just go to that section, and you would look at these five action steps. But so what, what they are, and I'll just kind of highlight them briefly, and we can talk a little bit more as you, as you want to, but, but basically I, step one is, is to assess your relationships, to just kind of evaluate where they are, the condition of them, um, good, bad, you know, indifferent. Step two is to discover your blind spots. What are the things you're struggling with that, that you need to really um, be aware of in your relationships? Step three is to heal your hurts. Um, you know, we, we have to acknowledge that we have been hurt in, in relationships at times, but we've also hurt others, and so we need to bring healing into relationships. Step four is to deepen your commitments. So once you have assessed your relationships and you really have defined who your most valued people are and who you want to invest in the most, then it's time to deepen that investment, deepen that commitment with them. And then finally, I kind of take the metaphor of, of finance, uh, financial management and call it balance your investments because just like we know in finance, you know, you need to invest more than you withdraw if you're going to have a healthy balance. And so you need to basically do this continual work of monitoring and managing your relational bank account, so to speak, so that you can continue to protect your relationships and have healthier ones. So it's assess your, your relationships, discover your blind spots, heal your hurts, deepen your commitments, and then balance your investments. Those are the five steps within this choice. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to encourage people. I mean, this, this is just one of five choices that Chris talks about in his book, um, the, the Way to Greatness. And uh, that book is available on all the platforms. It's also available in Audible now, right, Chris? Well, as of this recording, it's still being reviewed, but it'll be out there soon. I'll say it that way. Ah, uh, Audible is reviewing it, and for those of you who don't know that process, sometimes they take a while, and with everything going on right now, I can imagine they're taking their yeah, time. Yeah, I think the speed of things is a little slower right now. Yeah, so also, you have a podcast. What's the name of the podcast? Yeah, so my podcast is called The Great Life Podcast, and much like you're doing with your podcast here, you know, I basically – I kind of go through a cycle uh, through my episodes of each of these five choices. So um, I did a series to kick off my podcast where I basically walked through all five choices, all 25 action steps for my first 25 episodes. And then I interviewed some folks who were experts or people who were really emphasizing the five choices. Um, and then once I kind of got past the first 30 episodes of that, kind of doing it that way, I started to shift and, and I started to kind of review some of my blog articles I had written um, even years ago about the, these different mm -hmm. choices. Because So I've got my podcast, but on my website I also have a blog where I've broken um, these articles into these five choices. And so I started kind of expanding on those and just kind of talking through that even more. Um, because as you know, it's like even when you write a book, it's like you kind of – you get done writing it, you publish it, and it's out there, and all of a sudden you keep learning and growing, and you're like, man – 
there's so many more things to share. And so the podcast and the blog has been great to continue to expand on, on these ideas for these choices. Well, yeah, and the beauty is you get to know more people who can reflect and teach things on these choices. I mean, that's how you and I, we're, we're both part of an author group that, that we work through this stuff together. But then part of my uh, great joy is that you are – you and I have some similar ideas, and we, we come from similar backgrounds, and so there's this, this uh, coalescing of ideas that allows us all to get better um, as we work through these things together. And so, Absolutely. yeah, that's, that's uh, exciting. Now, uh, you also said, and we'll put the link in, uh, 18 Characteristics of Great Leaders is coming out. Uh, it's in the works. Um, anything else you want to make sure we know about that you're doing, that you're a part of? Uh, that we should know about so that we can make sure and look into that? Well, I think, I think a couple things. I mean, one is, you know, as part of my journey, so I end up having two websites. <laughs> um, mm, one, okay. is, one, is, one has become, you know, really focused on this book and this message. It's called leadlifebig.com. Um, that's really where the book is housed, the podcast, the blog, and, and my co- I have a new course uh, that's, that's now launched where a video yeah. course uh, program that is basically okay. walking people through these 25 action steps as well because um, one of the things I've realized, we all learn in different ways, right? So, so whether we're listening to a podcast, you know, from an audio, audio standpoint, we, we learn. Uh, reading a book, I'm a, I'm a book fanatic, so you know, it's dangerous when I walk into a bookstore or get on Amazon.com. Um, so I love to read, so books are great for me. But one of the things I've learned, you know, in the, in the last few years is even just video courses can be the thing that really helps people move forward. And so the way I've kind of laid out that course, I, I, I give kind of a, I teach through each of these 25 action steps, but at the end of each lesson, these are like 12 to 15 minute lessons I do through each of these choice, uh, action steps and these choices. But at the very end, I just say, you know, what is your next best step that you see right now? So... Mm. I really had this journey metaphor, even the cover of my book, you know, it's, it's a, it's a hiking picture and image uh, moving toward uh, a cross ultimately up on the hill. Um, you know, this is the image, but, but just really seeing that wherever we are today is our starting point for today. But if we take, you know, seriously, these choices then, and we're being intentional, then tomorrow's starting point is going to be different. So my course is kind of built around, whatever season you're in right now, take this path, take this journey, and then maybe a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, however long it is, you could do it again, and you're in a new starting point. And you are mm-hmm. – so it, So there's kind of this journey, mountain metaphor, climbing a mountain each time. You know, it's, there's all these images that, I, that have come to my mind as I've taught this and, and shared this because, um, you know, we all learn differently and we all need, you know, we just kind of need to understand that, that life is a journey. Relationships are a journey. You know, I hope that my relationship with my wife today, uh, our anniversary is coming up in May. We'll be married 19 years and we're, we're in a whole different place today than we were 19 years ago. Right. And mm-hmm. a year ago or five years ago. And so, and, and we hope that 20 years from now, we're going to be in a much better place, even though things are good now. Um, so to say all that, we're on this journey, this path, you know, and then that's kind of how I'm, I do my book, my course, and everything I do when I coach people as well. That's awesome. Let me, let me ask one more question just because this brings it up, this uh, course now coming out. You, 
you've written books, you've done podcasts, you've now put out a course. I know you've done some, you're trying to do some study manual too with this next book, right? There's sort of a, is there a study manual with that? Well, yeah. So, well, well, so even even the way to greatness, I have a I have a couple mm. things. I have a um, I create a digital workbook for people that uh, there's a lot of questions in my book for people to process through. Uh-huh. And when I first had some early readers and uh, endorsers reading it, they one of the things I heard very quickly was, "You need to give me a workbook to process all this." So I I did that. I basically pulled all the questions out of each of the each of the chapters um, into a, a digital workbook so you can either type into it or print it out and, and, and write your answers. And that that's really helping people to kind of go through the material because it's very much of a coaching kind of book to it's not a quick read. It's not a it's 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 not a huge book, but there's a lot of work to do within it. So so I did that. The other thing that you encouraged me to do that really uh, got me moving was I created a group study guide that is a free download off my website that if a group wanted to, you know, purchase the books, for instance, and read through the books, there's a, basically I've laid out a seven-week approach to going through the book together and then, you know, coming back together as like a small group to discuss, you know, your key learnings. And so there's a, there's a, a group leader guide for that to, to facilitate those discussions. And so that's, like I said, that's a free download off my website there. So, um, but that's been, that's been huge because I, you know, I think once again, it's just, I think we all learn in a variety of ways and in a variety of settings. And so I'm just trying mm-hmm. to be, you know, one of the, my passions is to be a resource to people as, as much as I can, even before I ever wrote a book. And uh, I always love to share. If I read a good email or a good blog article, I was always thinking who can benefit from this. And I always wanted to pass it along. And, and so I'm, trying to continue to create resources off of this book and then my next book will will have its own course and workbook attached to that as well you're right awesome and and guys I just want to encourage you if you can go to Chris's website and all this is linked at lead life big right yeah leadlifebig.com is my yeah. is that site my, now I do have an executive coaching you know leadership focused site where I do have a blog there as well that's McClurecoaching.com. But this is this okay. book specifically is housed at leadlifebig.com. Okay, so you got leadlifebig.com for the books and the and the, the all the different courses and all the different trainings. But if you want to go to McClure Coaching uh, to actually get with Chris, and if you're looking to hire a executive coach, Chris is doing that. And and let me tell you, just from my own experience, what you will find is that Chris is one of the kindest. Uh, most honest people who's going to encourage you, he's going to strengthen you, and he's going to push you to be the very best you can be. So I just want to encourage people to go get the materials, go get the books, go get his courses. Um, Also want to encourage you that if you are in business and you are looking for an executive coach and you're not hiring me, um, (laughs) go ahead and Chris has been doing this a little longer than me, and I'm kind of following in his footsteps. And a lot of this is he steps forward, and he is just a great resource to turn to for that stuff. So, uh, Chris, thanks again for giving me some time today. Um, You really have been an inspiration to me in so many ways. Is there anything else before we go that you want to make sure and leave our listeners with? You know, I I think, Dal, I think it just goes back to this idea of of being intentionally great, that that first of all, we need to believe that we can be great. And it's not just – it's not just about being great in our own strength. It's really being great, being led by God, 
that he has mm. great plans for us. He has built us to achieve uh, certain things in our lives with his purposes in mind. And when we, when we understand that we were designed to lead great lives, then it comes down to are we being intentional each and every day in these different areas of our life to help us really become, you know, our fullest expression of who he created us to be. And so, you know, being great isn't about me and my own power or you and your own power. It's about are we surrendering to God on a daily basis so that he can be great through us. And I know that, you know, you talk about submission in your, in your book with your relationships and, and really it's about that. It's about submitting to God each and every day, asking him to guide us and direct us, provide for us and to show us what we need in the moments that we need it so that we can be great in our relation with him, with others and our mindset and our stewardship of, of our resources. And then also how we utilize our time, you know, time is precious and, and, and this is something that that's hit me really hard. I mean, Dal, in the last four months, six men that I know in their 40s or 50s have died from various oh, wow. illnesses or causes. And that has been really uh, – it's been a really good reminder to me, really making an impact on me about how precious our, our lives and our time is. So I want to encourage your listeners that start today. You know, don't worry about not having started a year ago or five or 10 or 25 years ago, but start today pursuing greatness in your own life because it's, it's there to be had, but it takes intentional effort and trusting God to guide you and direct you. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Uh, again, everybody, we will have all the links in the podcast. Go look at Chris's stuff. Please check him out. It's great stuff for you to be a part of, for you to get into, uh, so that you can have and lead a great life. Thanks, Dal. Really appreciate it. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that interview with Chris. Uh, I really love talking to Chris. Chris is a little further ahead of me in his business and his growth than I am. And so I learn so much from him all the time about living the great life. Go out and check out his book, The Way to Greatness, and keep your eyes out for his uh, leadership principles that are coming out that he talked about in the interview. And also his other materials that are available online. We'll try to get some of that in the show notes so that you can uh, go and look at those sites and you can continue to follow what Chris is doing. Listen, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, could you do me a favor and share it with someone? Also, be sure to give us a rating or review to help other people get this message. Especially early on, we need as many uh, people doing that for us as possible. And never forget this. Life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationship today.